0: I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm saying that this is a this is a, the fall of the SEC. I think this is just a balance of the recruiting pool. Um
1: with, NIL. with the change the, yeah, with NIL, NIL and the
0: change of rules and everything going on. I think it's just a balance, it's allowing teams to start to be competitive and have an opportunity versus Alabama just has all the boosters, everything else that's fucking pulling these guys in. Uh and we saw it with Nick Saban crying about about Texas AM with Jimbo, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I think that this is just going to become a balance of power. And honestly, it's going to make nice for competition. It's going to be nice to see different teams coming in and out. It's going to be nice to see a more balanced, you know, it makes spread 12 man,
2: It might make that 12-man playoff actually decent. All about the Balls podcast with Mark Davis. Chris Gemeinhardt, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkwins. Welcome to All About the Boss Podcast. I'm Mark Davis, and I'm in the Sack House, joined alongside a full squad because we have returning Nick the Doc Skirkwins. We're also joined with Chris Gemeinhardt and Luke Rule, and it is our college football episode where we're going to break down some things we saw in Week 2 and some things we might see in Week 3. Not much to talk about Week 3. The schedule's pretty lame, but we're also going to give some fantasy starters and sitters who... You know we are thinking out there, but Doc, how are you doing? Welcome back to the show tonight, man.
0: Thanks, man. I'm I'm doing great. Um, work fucking sucks. I we'll talk offline about what happened today with the psychopath that came into my office. But uh, no, they they they, uh, they came out with a with a regulation. They they're allowing user lose to exceed the normal standard for recruiters. Um, so I can, uh, up to 90 days, I can keep my leave, which I'm close to 90. So I'm going to cancel some leave for the last week. And, uh, I'm just going to take every Friday off for the next three and a half years. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time. Work four day weeks for the next three and a half years.
2: Hell yeah, yeah brother. Can't fault yeah. you for that one. Luke, how yeah, are you feeling, no. dude? You, are you cold out there in uh, Nashville? You got a sweatshirt on, man.
1: No, I mean, I just felt like throwing a sweatshirt on. <laughs> it's it's so, uh, no, we got great weather out here in Nashville. Uh, it's about, you know, low... Low eighty, I mean low nineties, high eighties, so perfect weather. Sixties in the mornings, feel great. Fucking on those long ass runs.
2: Chris, how are you doing tonight? As we wouldn't know about that to dive into some NFL, yeah, you know, tomorrow and college this weekend.
3: Mark doing fucking great. I mean, fucking fourth recording in three days. Love being with the boys in the sack house. I mean, <clears throat> we're, we're pumping these episodes out. Hope everyone's listening, enjoying it. Tell us. Tell us your concerns. I know uh, Riz wants Doc to address something right here off the bat. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see if that happens. But, I mean, dude, other well. than that, Mark, doing dude, fucking well.
2: great. Dude, I, I can't blame you, dude. I mean, like you said, four episodes. Luke got the nice fortune to only have three episodes. So, he's not as tired oh, yeah. uh, Same thing with Doc. Doc took a night off last night. Fucking so.
0: slackers.
3: <laughs> yeah, there. I
2: mean, Doc I, had to much be up-
0: Doc had to be up at six o'clock at six o'clock this morning, all right. Hey. And if Riz wants to so, fucking apologize, oh, you can come my. on a call of duty and get it.
2: Hey, Luke, look what so, time you gotta six be six up.
0: O'clock. Six o'clock must sure? be rough. Oh. Yeah,
2: I gotta be I, at I it at four thirty five. Yeah. Six five o'clock is
0: fucking tough when I am normally up at like eight, eight thirty at the earliest every day. Must okay? be
3: must be hard. Must be hard. Yeah, dog. Must be.
0: Hey, we're, we're the hours ready. the hours start late, but I stay late. You know what I'm saying? I put in the hours. Nobody questions eight. that.
2: But Doc Chris did bring up something, and, and like I said, he's probably our most you know fucking dedicated listener out there. You heard he what hits I me said. Up. Riz, well, Riz, before the show started, because he doesn't really listen to college, because not a college guy, but he will tune in to, for the fantasy stuff. But he does want an apology. And, you know, you did tell him he needs to find Jesus when we were talking about the Packers coming in first place in the division and the Bears coming in last. And he says that it wasn't the Bears that was bad; it's just the Packers are good. And he said, yes, the Bears aren't bad, but. He does want an apology, and he wants you to admit that you, my friend, need to find Jesus. So the floor is yours. Take a couple seconds. Don't don't take too long. We got to actually talked some football, but dive into a dive into an apology for Riz, please.
0: Riz, I'm gonna hit you from the heart here, man. Look, I I heard what you had to say, man. I, I did a lot of deep thinking about it, and um, I know that you want an apology, and I'm prepared. Um, you're not gonna fucking get it, dude. All right, you're not gonna fucking get an apology from. 16 minutes of good play from the Packers, all right? I wouldn't even say that they look good all the way around. Jordan Love didn't have outstanding numbers, okay? The, the team all the way around was not a fucking Super Bowl contending team, okay? When I see them put that up against a defense that's worth a goddamn, because apparently Chicago isn't, But when I see the Green Bay Packers show some consistency and show they can play against a team worth playing, um, you know, then maybe we'll talk about it. But right now, no. I still have the Packers finishing dead last in the division. Um, They will finish dead last in the division, and when they when that happens, you owe me an apology, sir.
2: But I love your risk. We'll check back in in January with that. But boys, receipts
3: here in the sack house. We take receipts.
2: receipts. We even keep receipts from the fans out there that listen too. Like, so I I fucking remember this shit. But so does Chris. Chris just keep me honest too some of the things that we say as well. But, boys, it's time to dig into some college football. You know, last week, not really that many good games neither. Um, this week, like I said, we're going to break that down. I don't think many good games. But I guess the game of the week, I mean, at least in my eyes, was the Texas Longhorns, and I fucking said it. You know, I said we we're going to hook our horns up the elephant's ass, and we we're going to show them who's boss. And that's what we did. 134 won 24 We went into Tuscaloosa, and we fucking beat them down was closer than the score really protect, uh, projected to be. It was 34-24, and if you're actually watching the game, it, it felt like it should have been worse. But, hey, I don't give a shit if we won by 10, if we won by 30. I'm just glad we beat Alabama. Quinn Ewers put his name on the mat. He needs to keep doing this if he wants to get a good draft, be in the draft spot next year, coming up if he goes to the draft. But, yeah, Quinn Ewers had a fucking phenomenal game. Um, he, had was, he had 349 yards, three touchdowns. Xavier Worthy and Adonio Mitch Adonio. Yeah, Donnie Mitchell from the Georgia Bulldogs. We transferred over there. Had a couple of nice long throws, too. So we had a running back over four yards to carry. And Texas was pumping out running backs. But, boys, Texas is back for right now. I'm not saying long-term, but we're back for the week. We're number four in the rankings. We jumped up seven spots. Bama went down seven spots. It's good to be a Texas Longhorn fan, my boys.
0: Yeah, saying saying Texas is back for the week is like saying J.K. Dobbins cool. is back after he punched one in from the two yard <laughs> line. But um, no, I don't. I don't. I'm. I, I'm glad to see anytime Alabama loses. Um, I don't want to say. I don't want to take anything away from Texas's offense, but um, the reality is the secondary on both teams was fucking shit. Absolute dog shit. Um, the the deep ball playing down the field. Anything over. 15 yards i mean the only way that those passes were missed was because the quarterback overthrew it underthrew it whatever the case is but uh the coverage was just absolutely terrible but texas did outplay them i wouldn't say that it, it should have been more than a 10 point difference um but I mean, texas did deserve had, to win that game
2: i mean we had two drop passes in the end zone so like those were field goals so just add another fucking eight On points the same right drive? there no we had one in the first our first score of a field goal but turned into a field goal and then towards the end of the, the half we scored another field goal. so that's like I said, add eight more points if you add four more points each. So it should have been literally – and then and then we dropped the interception right before – Bama didn't have no drops?
3: Yeah, but Milrow Mil- Mil- yeah. overthrew some guys. That could have been an easy touchdown. So, I mean, you can't use – it should have been, it could have been. It, it yeah, is what it all is. Day long.
2: It, the Bears yeah, could have won if
0: Justin Fields passed beyond
3: but the line of You know, but those saying? weren't in
2: the end. Those weren't in the end zone, though. So, like those guys have been out of bounds or tackled. So, ran, no, ran ran the tackles. Tackles. so, The one, yeah. the those one tackles. overthrow, the one overthrow was leading him to the, uh, the out of bounds marks. He was actually going out. Of, like, if he would have caught it, he was out of bounds. Like he would have caught it in bounds, but then. His uh, you, took
3: there. At the end of the day, you can't, would have been, could have been fucking. Oh, I'm just
2: glad we won. We won. That's all that matters to me. I,
3: I
0: No, I'm also glad. Yeah. I'm also glad. I'm not yeah. a Texas fan by any means, but I'm also glad. Anybody, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Florida State fan and anybody that plays Alabama. You know what I'm saying? But, it's uh, nice,
2: though, that it's nice if a QB doesn't get hurt for our team against Alabama, we win. So we don't yeah. know what happened the last two times we played them, but this time our QB stayed in well, the game. Well, we know what happened last he year. Made, yes, but he got hurt. But this year he made plays when it mattered and he looked phenomenal i was a little nervous too chris when uh bama took that fucking three-point lead going into the fourth, like literally right before the fourth quarter started i was like sitting here like sitting here thinking god damn it this is fucking the point where alabama typical and texas. Comes in. yeah typical texas typical bama they come back we choke it away but texas didn't look back after that 16 13 lead that bama took we just fucking kept rolling and we fucking stomped them down
3: yeah i mean this is the biggest loss uh at Nick Saban being home in Tuscaloosa. I mean, a huge win with Texas. Colt McCoy fucking sacrificed his NFL career for Texas to be back this year. So shout out to Colt McCoy. I think y'all should make a shrine out of him. I mean, just like you said, <laughs> he's, Mark. He's like, got
2: one. He's got one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like like you said, Mark, I mean, this game looked like it was going to be Alabama's game when it was 13-16 at the very end with Alabama scoring a touchdown. And then Texas comes right back, scores a touchdown, and you think Alabama's about to drive down, and then they throw this fucking interception. I think the biggest loss for Alabama right now is Millro, the sophomore. Okay. I don't think he's ready. Alabama couldn't lock and reload like they usually do, and I think that's that's part of the coaching staff. I mean, not saying not putting blame on Nick Saban. Nick Saban's a god; he knows what he's doing. But look at his assistants. I mean, Saban's used to having guys like Kirby Smart and Lane Kiffin helping these players get coached. Right now, I don't even know who the fuck their assistants are.
0: This did look like the most lost Alabama team that I've seen yet, the most underdeveloped, not ready team. Milrow was absolutely terrible in this game.
3: But they have talent. That's the sad part. I think it has to do with coaching. And it's not Nick Saban. It's these assistants. And it's Nick Saban loses assistants every two years. It's hard to fill those seats back with people like Kirby Smart and Lane Kiffin.
2: Tommy Reese is his offensive coordinator. I do know that. I don't know who his defense coordinator is at the moment, but I, I know Tommy because they kept well, saying, they're both oh, going to be gone or... real soon. Yeah, Nick Saban doesn't play around. So, I mean. No, I mean, the just...
3: offense the Offense looks worse than when Bill O'Brien, and I thought Bill O'Brien was a fucking shitty-ass offensive coordinator <laughs> last year. I mean, you have Bryce Young in the backfield, and you still couldn't make it to the natty. And it, after this game, it looked like Bryce Young fucking held Alabama on his back. No wonder he's out there hurting Carolina.
2: Mm. <laughs> No, but uh, I, I just, I'm just happy we won. That's all. I, I, Luke, do you think this is kind of okay. the slow because, like Chris says, like kind of not the downfall of Alabama, but
1: yeah, I, time for I Alabama think start is, thinking about I different think, choices. I think it's like the beginning of the end of their the Alabama dynasty. It has been where they've been in. I, I'd I have Alabama outside my uh, my top four for the playoffs. So I, I think that still stands. I, I don't see Alabama being able to compete in the SEC as well as they have been. Like, they have, they're have, they not going to be a dominant team in the SEC. I think mean, it's Georgia, then everybody else really now in the SEC. SEC is starting to – they talk so much shit about being the best conference but It's not not really looking that way this season. Well, yeah. Alabama
0: can absolutely – Alabama can absolutely make it. They've got an easier no. road ahead of them. Michigan's yeah. got Ohio State coming up. Um, Texas is, is going to have a couple of challenges. USC is in a very yeah. – packed powerhouse pack 12 right. conference um penn state's got a couple of challenges washington i i don't know if i see washington holding out notre dame fuck notre dame um so alabama can absolutely <laughs> alabama can absolutely well, find a way back into the top four I, pretty quickly. I, I
3: completely disagree completely disagree
2: the and they have to win the sec they have to go beat whoever the wins the east so it's probably going to be georgia they have to beat georgia in atlanta
3: They'd have to be Georgia. They, I see yeah. them at least dropping one more in the season. I mean, you have Old Miss coming up in a couple weeks. They went. They go against South Florida this weekend, but then you have Old Miss who has a high power offense. I Didn't mean, they you saw with,
0: Tulane. Tulane. They team. did.
3: Tulane is yeah, pretty a pretty good team. Name. I mean, they had they had their backup quarterback in Tulane. Did I'm
0: not, I'm not saying I'm not saying Tulane's is a, in a bad is team, it? but I mean, you expect Old Miss to do a lot more damage it's, against. It's, uh, yeah, it's in Tulane.
3: But Tulane, two Old Miss and Alabama always play each other hard because Lane Kiffin.
0: That's they true. Yeah. true, o- o- true. Old Miss almost
3: beat Alabama last year. Good point. Then A- you A- have Texas A and M. Texas A and M almost beat Alabama last year, and we know they're Yo, wait, dog let's, shit.
2: Let's pump the break yeah, I mean, they are dog. No, 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 no.
3: We're not pumping the brakes. Yo,
2: they just got Texas A- blown the fuck out by Miami either way. They got A- A-
3: at, they red. got blown the fuck. A and M got blown out fucking all year last year. And they still almost beat Alabama last year. Yeah, I think it was one shoot. possession sure. win.
2: Wasn't that in College Station? Or was that in Bama?
3: It was in Bama. They play in College oh, Station shit. this year. Oh, I can't so, I mean, I don't yeah, don't put it past no, Texas no, A&M.
1: No, no. Texas, be-
0: Texas so, A&M is probably one of the most inconsistent teams in college football that will come out and put up a fight against teams like Alabama get absolutely shit on by teams like Boston College. Or I was going to say Miami, but Miami <laughs> can put together a good team once in a while. But so. this isn't, Miami just comes this out is, hot in the start of the year and then falls
2: apart. But it's not maybe just Bamley, It's just also like we were talking about it, potentially the slow downfall of the SEC. So I broke down the numbers against the, the Power 5 Conference this year. They're 0-1 against the Big 12. They're 2-1 against the, B- the Pac-12, but their wins are Cal and Arizona. When they played a good team in Utah, they lost, which was Florida. They are 1-3 against the ACC. Mm. You can't and they're only four the, rest
0: of the SEC though. Well, what like three and
3: six against Power Five teams this year right now?
2: Yeah, yeah three, or three or eight. And three and eight. No, you're three and I six. I think
3: Three and six. We're batting. We're batting. No, five. no,
2: you're three. You're three and five against them.
0: I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm saying that this is a. This is a the fall of the SEC. I think this is just a balance of the recruiting pool. Huh. Um and with, with the change NIL. Of, yeah with NIL, NIL and the change of rules and everything NIL. going on. I think it's just a balance It's allowing teams to start to be competitive and have an opportunity versus Alabama just has all the boosters, everything else that's fucking pulling these guys in. Uh, and we saw it with Nick Saban crying about, about Texas A&M with Jimbo you know what i'm saying uh so i think that this is just going to become a balance of power and honestly it's going to make nice for for competition it's going to be nice to see different teams coming in and out it's going to be nice to see a more balanced you know it
2: it might make that 12 man playoff actually decent exactly
0: because otherwise i mean you before the nil you got fucking what georgia maybe michigan ohio state uh alabama maybe clemson you know if they can get their heads out of their asses but you know aside from maybe five or six teams i mean the the next one would be a team like Tulane that would get absolutely shit on.
2: Well, it was like Cincinnati, I mean, kids... they, they they gave him that shot and they got blown out against uh, exactly. Alabama in the, the playoff. That's yeah, what I'm kids...
0: So now, now it's a better balance field and it's going to be a more interesting playoff.
3: Kids,
1: Tulane kids, did, these days are chasing, the are chasing the money. They are chasing the money. What'd you say? Uh, Said so Tulane no. did beat USC with Caleb Williams starting last year. So Tulane's not a bad team. They're not. No, yeah, we not saying.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying they're not, but. But we're I saying like maybe maybe insanity. a poorer example maybe a poorer example of of putting this a cupcake. Face, maybe Very I beautiful. should have said like maybe I should have said like a yeah, UCF team going to the playoffs and getting blown out that might have been they more they no
2: you're right no Luke they beat USC but then again my argument was put them in the playoffs against Georgia like they did Cincinnati with Bama I don't think Tulane goes in and they beat Georgia Black- no no not, not, not no, that no, atmosphere. no no so not. Like,
1: no nobody beating Georgia though you're, you're no right ones no one was beating no one has people. yeah do they beat but do
2: they beat <laughs> Michigan. Do they go in there and beat Michigan? Who's the two? T- TCU did. But TCU was TCU one.
0: TCU had a fucking phenomenal yeah, team they last had, year.
2: They had, a, they had one of the best off- I mean, yeah, so Then
1: they, they went and got blown out by Georgia.
2: Oh. <laughs> and anyone's getting blown against Georgia. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone yeah. in the past two years got blown out. They like 240 yeah. yards against a game last year. That's but, unreal, I mean, especially in the not, SEC. But it's not just Alabama, though. That's like slowly like. I mean, LSU had a good year last year, and they might have a good year this year. It's just unfortunate. They, nah. We saw them week one get blown out against Florida State. So that's what we had to see against, like, a good competition team. I'm not grambling. So when they played a decent school, they got blown out. I mean, Auburn barely struggled struggled against Cal in a win. So it's like these teams, Texas and A&M, got blown out against Miami. And we laugh at Miami every single fucking year. We laugh at the Hurricanes. A&M well, is A&M's, the
3: why, yeah. A&M's allowed to get fucking laughed at. F- for fucking what they've done with um Jimbo what the money they have get bringing the recruits and still getting hey. 5 hey. and 7 seasons they cannot Ten.
0: figure it out in yeah. Miami or in, in yeah. Texas A&M dude don't, dude, don't shit Texas on too, too much
3: cuz they're,
1: they're going your season again
3: hey i mean when's the last time <laughs> a&m's fucking won a natty
1: because I, I think we yeah. I think
3: we have three in the past they're, 23 they're, years.
1: And they have just season ruiners now. I mean, but another so thing they'll is. Like, people, they'll play hard against good teams.
2: Tennessee struggled against Austin P. What, P whatever in, P, whatever yeah, their name that's, is. That's my hometown Austin team now. yeah. Yeah, they struggled Austin against P. them. It, they were having a hard let's time against them for like, it seemed like half the game, three quarters of the game. They were struggling. Yeah,
1: let's so, go I mean, P. It's governors. It's like it, that's sneaky that sneaky Appalachian State. And,
2: Chris, I mean, you're the other SEC guy. I mean, I'm not there yet. I'm still Big 12, but does this open the door? Like, everyone's – like, I remember when we made the announcement, like, Texas and Oklahoma, when they made the announcement, they're joining the SEC and might go early. Everyone's just sitting there laughing, like, oh, these two schools are going to get clowned on. They're going to get shit on. I mean, I heard it from you and Luke several times that that Texas can't compete with the the big boys in the SEC. Does us beating Bama give us a little hope for, I mean, us in Oklahoma when we join?
3: I mean I think it's huge for Texas to beat Alabama at home before they come to the SEC but it just brings back to it's all about NIL. I mean SEC teams are used to kids wanting national championships. They knew the it's SEC exposure, draft exposure. Yeah, they knew that the SEC would win them a Natty. And now kids aren't chasing natties. Kids are chasing a million dollars.
1: So they're going kids, they're... to
3: these they're going to these schools. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those kids need starting spots to get those million dollars. They're, you're not gonna get all those NIL, nil deals sitting on the bench.
0: Yeah, you got to sign away 15 of your ne- of your of your earnings over the next 25
2: years to get yeah. that 400 something thousand dollar payout. I mean, Quinn Ears took his big nil deal to go to Ohio State, sit behind CJ Stroud, and then he joined Texas this following well, year. I mean, a lot of them do that the,
1: too. The intent was him to start eventually at Ohio State, though.
2: I mean, if he would have sat there for two years, he probably would have started this year there, but he didn't want to He definitely would have started this year. <laughs> yeah, he, he would have. But yeah, he, he
0: wanted yeah, to get that, that injury out of the way early. I
3: mean, I mean he, also, sat on, he sat on the bench, what, last year? After he got injured week two?
2: No, he came back. He came back right away. Yeah. Oh, and that, he not right he away, back. but...
1: He played I think, the, uh I think he missed the game. Red River rivalry. He played that game, didn't he? And he yeah, and then up. we
2: stomped the shit out of Oklahoma that game. But, I mean... I don't know. Like I, I do think, it, like you said, it, it gives us confidence to join the SEC. I mean, Georgia. I think they are beatable this year. I'm, I don't. I'm, 100%, I'm not confident on them yet. Like I have to see when conference play starts for them in a couple of weeks. But South Carolina. I'm I'm excited to join the SEC now. I mean, I think this was big for the, the Big Twelve schools coming in. Of us, well, it's only us and Oklahoma. But I, I I really think that. Not saying we're gonna win the SEC anytime soon. I'm just saying I think we can compete. I mean we can get in the twelve man playoff in the SEC, maybe as like a two or three at that large bid from the conference. Y'all can absolutely yeah, look, compete, cool. but I don't think anything's touching Georgia's defense.
3: We're not gonna see we're not gonna see anything from Georgia until they play Old Miss at the very end of the season. Maybe Tennessee. I still don't believe in Tennessee. I mean, I know they're eleven, but like you said, Mark, they struggled last week against Austin Pay. So I mean, Old Miss is pretty much their only fucking competition. So we might not see yeah. anything until the playoff time.
2: Yeah, that that's a long time for them too. Um, but are we on agreeing so that maybe the SEC this year isn't the best conference through three weeks or through two weeks?
3: I think everybody would arguably agree that the Pac twelve is the best conference this year, right
0: now.
1: Yeah. As yeah of right it's, now, a, I agree.
0: it's a very it's a very close between the Pac twelve and the SEC, but I think we're gonna need a couple more weeks to to see it. Uh final i mean like you said it was some weak matchups going on between the two conferences utah and florida everybody expected utah to win that one um what did you say cal and and auburn i mean that that's a weak matchup so i think we got to see hopefully there's a couple more coming up um i know we're going to be getting into conference play here soon but uh this weekend playoffs Yeah, yeah yeah the
2: uh the playoffs will definitely show it though yeah boys um and we had a. I wish we would have fucking not. I wish I didn't have said a damn word until the show started. But we had some top twenty five uh, reactions. It, God, it was it was pretty good. I mean, like I said, that I guess the big thing was Bama dropped seven and um, mm. Texas jumped up seven. But
1: mm.
2: I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I think the rankings, at least in the top, like the top tier, are pretty pretty spot on. I mean, I was still a little shocked that we jumped so far. I know we beat number three, but. I, I, Based on recent history, you don't normally jump, jump over like teams that haven't done anything to lose, but maybe they're getting it right. Maybe they're finally saying, hey, we, we're going to earn – if you earn it, we're going to give it to you. So, But I think the top part of the, the, the thing, it's pretty solid. My
0: only yep. question, Mark, in that is Texas jumping over USC, maybe a second one in Ohio Stakes. We did see some struggles against Indiana in the opening week, but uh, they came together with Marvin Harrison Jr. in, in the second game um, and made some connections. The, the offense looked a lot better. Yeah, it looked a lot better and, and in Kevin They put up but...
3: 20 points against Youngstown. Ohio's offense, period, is struggling. Texas can Didn't, clearly jump wait. them.
2: Didn't they score more than 20?
0: No, they scored more than 20.
3: Oh, it was 20 their first week? Then they scored 30 on Youngstown.
2: 35-7. Would, yeah. it,
3: it was a very low-scoring game going to a non-powerful conference. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: for Youngstown, yeah, that's a low-scoring game. But all right, so that's why I said maybe Ohio State. I definitely didn't see him jumping over uh, USC. Like I said,
2: I'm shocked that we got – I'm not saying like we – I'm not saying we deserve to be there, and I I am shocked. Like I said, I was telling you guys, I could see us going seven as high as as seven and maybe maybe five at the most, but I didn't think we're going to go inside the top four.
3: The fucking – they need to stop being cowards and put Notre Dame in the top four. Stop being cowards.
0: Notre Dame (laughs) should have gone down in the rankings. All right. One game
1: does have they, they got three wins. Well, they also played. Tennessee's got three it. wins. They played
2: next They should be
1: one to two. Navy, no, Tennessee on, State.
2: <laughs> Navy, Tennessee State,
0: okay, forty two to three, fifty-six to three, and then game three against North Carolina State, fifty-four, or forty-five to twenty four.
1: So you're I mean, telling that, that's me a blowout
0: win, but against NC State for a for a powerhouse Notre Dame. That's a fucking dog shit game. And you know what? Don't do not give them credit for beating you know what the game plan is with Navy. You know what the game plan is. They're going to they're gonna run the ball, and that is it. You know what the game plan of Tennessee State is. They're just going to lie down and die, okay? Uh, so I'm not impressed.
3: Yeah, but Ohio is supposed to be in the top four when they can't even put up 40 points against Youngstown and fucking who's their first team? Fucking in,
0: Ohio State Indiana. is a better overall team topped about to in the Notre Dame. Notre Dame is dog shit. It's, it's we'll always fucking be shit. dog shit. It's it's dog show, shit. It ain't going to be
2: shit. I'm not we'll, we'll, it's see,
3: I'm a... we'll see week four. We'll hey, fucking Doc, see week four.
2: Is Ohio State a better team than Penn State because they're higher than them? They're higher. They're better than the Huskies. Better than the Huskies. Michael Penix yeah. Jr. has. I don't know if you've been watching the Washington Huskies the last two years, including this season. Michael Penix Jr. has been one of the most, probably one of the best QBs in college football.
0: That's going to be rolling interesting. that out there. I haven't watched him, but it's going to be interesting to see Penn State and the in the Ohio State matchup. I mean, between Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, it's going to be. Might actually be some excitement in the Big Ten this year. I mean, Penn State does have Illinois coming up this week, so I mean that won't be hard, but
2: it's conference play. There's, I mean
3: there's a lot of talented teams out there that don't have a quarterback.
2: I mean, but I'm not saying this, Doc, and maybe Luke, you can chime in on this, is like, so you said I mean you said Northern Dame's not that good, the Ohio State's better. Has Ohio State looked better than Texas this year? I mean, let's be honest, have they looked better than the Longhorns?
0: Uh I gotta go back. Let me let me pull up their first game. I don't remember
2: what I mean, their first week. We we won we won 37-10 against yeah, 37-10. Uh,
3: Rice. Struggled offensively, struggled just half. a little bit with Rice with that first half, got your shit together, had a pretty convincing win against Alabama, which is big. So that's I mean I definitely win.
2: And our QB looks confident, like he's actually getting our star receivers the ball. Like that's what you're supposed to do as a quarterback in college.
0: Yeah, I think. I'm not, but I'm not I think. Saying, I'm not saying one way is looking better than the other. I just would not have. I would have put Texas at six. I would have. I would have I, switched. I, like I would.
3: Five. Yeah. I would have switched Texas and USC. I think yeah, Caleb Williams is saying. a better quarterback than yours. I think USC is slowly getting their defense built.
0: But that's the thing. When you do the rankings, you're not going off of. You're not going off of skill on the team per se. You're going off of the performance of the skill on the team. So you're going off of how they played against against their opponents. So that's why Texas jumped up cool. so much as beating number three. But well, – Oh, I mean – Penn State should well, be
3: oh, Wait. Then fucking – I mean – Notre Dame should, should be high. Against you trying to say
1: State? State? Yeah, USC's put Notre up – Notre Dame so over Ohio? People.
3: Notre Dame's blown out two teams already. Ohio's pulled up fucking, what, 30, 40, 50 points?
1: then fucking uh, USC's put up over 50 points every game. too. Yeah,
3: so US should, USC should be fucking number one. I mean, Georgia looks sluggish coming into some of their games. It's not about how you win the game. They're talk, They're looking at the skill positions, the roster, yeah.
2: the strength of
1: schedule. Yeah, this is an NFL. Cool.
2: Well, then if you're going to strength of schedule, then it should be Florida State and Texas number one and two. I mean, I'm just – Yeah, that's, but that's, you know how the committee
3: is. Is, oh, they're they not going to dethrone the number one spot until they give you a reason to dethrone them. And that's if just it, been like every year with Alabama.
2: If you ask me my top five right now, I'll say Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. I'm honestly going to say Penn State, and then I'm going to say Texas. I think Penn State is being very overlooked. They, I understand they beat West Virginia, and they beat whoever the fuck they beat last week. But Penn State has kicked ass both games. Mm-hmm. They, they really have. And they have probably one of the best rosters in the in the nation. And yeah. to be honest, I think the Huskies are better than Ohio State, and I think they're better than USC. USC is higher because of their fucking name and Caleb their, Williams. Their
1: Thirty-eight That's to fifteen why. is not not a huge like convincing win over West Virginia. Oh, and also I'm aware. So, I mean, it's not my top it's, five. It's, it's, it's hard to compare teams that aren't playing against good teams.
0: I mean, it's true. My top five, I mean, I'm going Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, USC, and Mark, I'll give you Texas. I'll give you Texas. I'll, I, I'll put Texas above us uh, above Ohio State.
2: But the USC doesn't play defense, and the Huskies do, and they play offense as well. That, so what, they, what's going to happen they play defense the last two U- weeks? USC, USC don't play USC's defense?
3: USC's coming up with defense.
0: 66-14, 56-10, that's not defense? Didn't, didn't, weren't they the like only close
3: game day? was San Jose State was in the very beginning, and then in the yeah. second quarter they or the yeah, second half they
2: they ran away with it.
1: Yeah, that was fifty six to twenty eight.
2: So <laughs> Huskies, Huskies will fucking play defense on these boys, and they will not play defense against the Huskies. The US hey, is we're not That's the Lincoln Riley way. Just throwing that out there. Week so, week, week Four, four is.
0: Team statistics, USC is allowing 198 yards yeah. rushing, which sounds like a lot, but in college, it's really not that much with scrambling quarterbacks. Um, and 198 yards passing against them.
1: All right. All right, if we're talk- talking numbers...
0: Passing is good on any game. team. Okay, we'll, bo- we'll bo- the sticky. Huskies. They've only allowed 29
2: bo- points in two games. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sorry that if USC has an at, extra game.
1: If you, if you look at the last two games from USC, they allowed fucking 24. Or 25.
2: So they still allowed more so it's like, than no, the Huskies.
1: You, no, I didn't. You said 29.
2: No, oh, you said okay, 25. Okay. Yeah. I just think the Huskies are better. I 20. honestly do. They've been. I think they've been better the last two years on defense then, at least.
1: Then USC's put up more points also as well. Huskies
0: are allowing uh, yeah, I mean, a few less yards on defense and a few more on passing. So just, overall their yardage is a little bit is a little bit better on defense but not anything that screams Washington should be above uh and, USC.
2: And I really would hope that they uh score a lot more. I mean, they played San Jose State and a horrible Stanford team and then whoever they played week 2. So USC should be putting putting up these points and they're doing it. I'll give it to them. They're doing their job. Like you All guys right. said, they should be putting up 50-60 points.
1: Washington played fucking Tulsa.
2: Yeah, and they blew them out like they should have.
1: Yeah, forty-three. Yeah, to 10. I mean, we'll we'll see so later on. That, 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 3 to ten. That, USC didn't up. do
2: shit. Forty-three to ten. That's a. I said USC did good. I don't know where that was if it came out of my mouth. I said they did good. They did their job. They blew a team out. You said they you exactly. said that they
0: were, you said that they were playing better defense and and giving up less points than USC and USC sixty-six to fourteen and fifty-six
2: to ten. They're playing worse teams too. They really are. And Michael Penix Jr. Up. is doing just as good as Caleb Williams. This dude's putting up four hundred yards every game. So we're gonna like, see we're going when the breaks these on Caleb. We're gonna see Washington gets
0: into the real Pac 12 schedule.
2: Did you not you don't watch the Pac 12? He was they were actually one of the best teams in the nation last year. They were top ten all year. We'll see what they right. do. Well, November, November 4th. The... No see what they do November, November 4th when they're at USC. We'll see what they do. Let's let's see if USC can get past Colorado next week, okay? Let's let's talk about that. They're also gonna allow 70 points next week, too. Guaranteed. Nah. They'll, they'll allow at least 40 points against USC. USC's going to allow seven?
0: No, you said 70. Put 40, that on the yeah. fucking receipt. <laughs> <They're gonna, laughs> yeah, that's 70. being sarcastic.
2: Being sarcastic. They're going to allow at least 40 <laughs> points to Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter in Colorado. Bank on that one. No,
3: nah, I don't think so. Bank on it.
2: Yeah, okay. Colorado's going to go in there, and they're gonna, it's going to be a shootout. They're going to probably beat Colorado, but they'll beat them like 49 to 42.
3: Chris, give us the over-under for Colorado Fuck points. Fucking, what's the over-under right now?
2: Whatever it's at, do the uh, over.
3: Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> they don't even have they're, it out
2: yet. Yeah, they, they're not going to have it until after this week when they play them. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a shootout. Neither. Right well, now, ESPN has,
3: has a nine point four chance that Colorado wins this game. So,
2: USC going to win, but it's going to be a fucking like high score. Does it say? Game. It doesn't say what the over under is. No, they won't have it until no, 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 no. after this. USC
1: game. better not let Colorado. Oh, they're they're doing not <laughs>
2: this weekend. They're they're playing them next weekend.
3: Next weekend.
1: Next yeah,
0: year. it's oh, in
2: it's in Colorado next yeah, week. So
0: yeah, they won't yeah. until after no. this game. Because you can't, you can't, do it. You can't fucking spread you know, with injuries coming up this weekend.
2: Colorado wins that game, they'll they'll probably jump like 10, 12 spots.
0: I'm not that, saying Colorado's like, gonna lay down hard. and get plowed. I mean they might. I'm not saying they're gonna get plowed, but they're not putting up forty points.
1: No, I'm just saying USC cannot let Colorado win because Colorado will be all over everything. Oh dude. they're not, already all over, all over everything. Every time. Oh, Colorado top five. Colorado
0: will jump
2: from fucking eighteen to two. Dude, USC, <laughs> I'm looking at their schedule right here. Like, they play some. They play a lot of ranked teams. They still have to play, obviously, Colorado. They have to go to South Bend two weeks after that. Or a couple, yeah, a couple weeks after that. They have to go home for Utah. Easy game against Cal. They have to host Washington. Go to Oregon and then play ranked UCLA. Like, that's a fucking schedule yeah. that USC has. I mean,
3: if they make it through, they deserve to be in the playoffs. No, yeah. That's 12's that. fucking
2: built. I just don't trust Lincoln Riley when it comes down to it. At the end of the day, because the man never produces a defense. Never did in Oklahoma. He didn't do it last year in USC. So, I, I just don't he trust him.
3: He didn't even do home defense when his home got fucking robbed in Oklahoma either. So, oh Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> oh man. Jesus. Yeah, but I
2: mean, Luke, uh, you meant you wanted to talk about the I castle know doctrine, USC, capital. USC, dude. That was a ugly win, but hey, it was a win, right?
1: I mean, UCF.
2: Yeah, sorry UCF, my bad. Yeah, I was
1: about to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, ugly win, uh, but thank God we have the best kicker in college football. Uh, he hit two two fifty yarders, two from fifty plus, and a forty yard game winner. So it was good. Uh, lost our quarterback though, so we'll be down our quarterback this week. Uh, John Rice Plumlee took a uh, nice hit on his uh, hip, so I think it's, he played the whole game. So I think it's kind of a precautionary thing to keep him out. We're playing against uh, Villanova, so it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be an ugly game like it was last week, but you never know. Hey, you playing this, a yeah.
2: basketball are playing a basketball school, so you should win that one pretty pretty convincingly.
1: Yeah. I, I think this uh Gus Malzahn on being taking caution before he's going to a Big Twelve play. trying to get uh John Rice finally back healthy again.
2: Damn, Chris, I just looked at yours. You guys start SEC play this week, huh? Against State.
3: Yeah, we do. I mean it's gonna be a big fucking uh test with the defense, with the run game. I mean, state, Kevin Barberry. Barbay, whatever how you say it, their offensive coordinator. Hey, he's a fucking run first guy. I mean, Will Rogers last year, a guy that's normally known for throwing forty plus of pass attempts, only threw seventeen pass attempts last week. They attempted to run 39 times. So I mean, this can be a run first team. Gonna be big on uh LSU's defense, see if we can stop that run.
2: It's at state too. That's a have fun with that. But one.
3: it's eleven o'clock game. So I mean, we know how early games are. Down in the south,
1: yeah, damn right, Doc, hey, oh, they're 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 uh, states fired up. Mississippi State's fired up this year too. They're playing for leach, so they they look fired up the first two games. So I mean, yeah, they're, well, they're, they're going to come out. and You're going to get their best shot.
2: Yeah, Christian, you get the best shot they have, man. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Doc, you guys start ACC play. You guys play at Boston College. You little nervous. You sh- you little shake about the Eagles <laughs> out there.
0: Uh. Normal, you know, the last couple of years coming off of Willie Taggart, you know, I was uh, I was pretty much worried about anybody that we played. But um seeing what the offense is doing this year and arguably one of the best receiver cores in the country, um defense has been stepping up, playing real well, a lot better, like like classic Florida State defense is known to be. Um, but I'm looking at the numbers. I mean, over 500 yards offensively to 358 for Boston College. I mean, the past game has been horrendous. For Boston College, Um, they've had a pretty solid run offense with 174 yards, but Florida State's putting up over 220. Um, And you know, looking at the defense, I mean, I want to give credit to Boston's college defense, Boston College's defense. But let's be real; they uh, they won a game in overtime against Northern Illinois, and then beat Holy Cross by a field goal. I mean, that's let's not get carried away there,
1: dude. Don't Holy Cross. This is Boston College's uh, bandana game too, so. They're coming down those red bandana jerseys.
0: Well, they're going to need. Ooh, you know what?
1: Watch out,
2: Doc. 20... Watch out
1: for the bandanas. Hey, yeah. like, hey Vegas, good.
2: Vegas better get a hold of that because now you guys are 26 point favorites. They better jump that down a couple spots and go maybe That's like bandana
0: 20, game. 26 point favorites. I'm going to go ahead and say I am not uh, concerned for <laughs> Boston College this weekend. The over under is 48, and I think that they are specifically talking about how many points Florida State will put up. Over under is 48.
2: Bandana game. Luke, good fucking yeah. report. Hey, go no exactly. The Dang, man
0: took some notes. Let's
3: see yeah, that dude. notepad. Let's see that notepad. Oh shit. Where's oh, the man, diagram? Where's the
2: diagram? Uh,
1: no diagram, diagram Luke. Oh, oh shit. shit. Luke on the fantasy. I'm,
2: Luke, I'm not sure if you caught the fantasy episode, but I I gave you a shout out when we were like start, starting the show. I said, Yeah, boys, I've you know, like actually here, let me let me flip the page. I, I can do it again. So like Got my notes here. And then I got some more notes here. I was like, man, I'm over here. I got a lot of notes for me and Luke. Just I'm taking double duty right here.
1: <laughs> hey,
3: double
1: I, I need duty. notes. That's why fancy one. I didn't come with my notes.
2: We just need to get rid of this this lot. We need to get done with this weekend of the college football. Not a very good competitive weekend. Week four. We have some huge matchups. Can't wait to talk about that because I'm gonna watch the game we play Wyoming, but like I just, I'm not excited for any other game. Maybe LSU, Mississippi State, catch that one, but it's just not a not impressive week from the college football schedule makers this year.
3: Yep, still slowly doing the little preseason games.
2: God, yeah, yeah. there's
0: fucking these cupcake games, but the was this the year that they expanded the
2: conference play? Um, mm, like no, no, no. That's not until That's not till next year.
0: Oh okay. Well, yeah, that's when I'm really what expecting you to see the fucking preseason games really step it up. But no, this, this but. is definitely, I mean, you nailed it. This is definitely a fucking this is a very weak league, a uh, very weak season so far. I mean, as far as uh ranked teams playing and good competition, I mean, I think we've had maybe maybe five games that have been worth like really worth watching all year so far through 2 weeks. That's not good.
2: Yeah, usually the first week and the second week produces some fireworks, but it just seems like we haven't got, like you said, that many games. But not much to talk about. It just was excited to talk to SEC, hopefully. I mean, I've always wished for the downfall, but um, – You're part of us doing... now. Yeah.
1: yeah. Texas going to be part of the downfall. We are still – well, no no, 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 no. The ACC's we're,
2: coming. We're, we're joining when the downfall is happening, so we run the conference. That's, that's a good fucking plan from the Longhorns athletic department. Get us that's out what there. you
0: need in order to win.
2: Hey, but the SEC will get stronger when basketball and baseball in Texas joins because we are a pretty good program there. Golf, too. We are a pretty good golfing fucking college. So, Chris, SEC is getting some powerhouses there in other sports, too.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: But but I don't think the water polo
0: is going to stand up against LSU, Chris.
2: I don't watch water. It's It's going to be a rough one. (laughs)
0: It's going to be a rough one.
2: Chris is gonna be texting me during the Texas and Florida or the Texas LSU baseball game every year. Like, hey, you watching the fucking game this week, dude? Like, He's
0: gonna be texting you during the goddamn Texas LSU chess match. All right. Hey, I'll He's text you during the fucking.
3: LSU. I'll watch you during the fucking nah. gymnastics.
1: If Chris, oh, I'm sure you're watching that one.
3: Everyone's sure watching gymnastics.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> like, I wonder. <laughs> wonder who the star on that that team is in L- at LSU. Actually, I saw a Sports Illustrated cover her in uh. Her her and Angel, Reese. Angel Angel Reese, Dude, she towers over Livy Dunn. Like it was so bad. Like she looked like she's like two feet taller than her.
3: They're like the two highest paid people right now. Oh yeah, on campus.
2: Shout. I mean, they're doing good. Like they're bringing the women's um, athletics for the NIL. They're bringing them up. Like they're making some good money. Yeah, and I don't and blame just her. Made, like
3: we just made our girls' coach the fucking highest paid coach. I think we gave her like thirty-five million.
2: she's the other how girl you from... win. Who was the other girl from the the team that like uh, everyone was get a problem with that? With the Haley Van talk?
3: Haley Van Pelt. Oh no, the one that Angel Reese trash talked. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I can't remember. So, her like, name.
2: I saw like her and and Angel Reese. They were saying it'd be smart for them to stay in college because they'll get paid more. At, yeah, at they're getting paid they way.
3: Wouldn't. They're getting paid way more than.
1: I think the did the one girl go to that WNBA now? I'm not sure honestly. No, honest. not I think she did. No, no, she no?
3: stayed. She stayed.
2: Because uh, sure. I mean, smart, smart. They say it's the money's there. Why, well, why not stay?
1: Right. What was her name? Katie. Something? And I yeah. concur.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Caitlin. That one. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin or... Clark. Caitlin Clark.
2: Yeah. yeah. There we go. Hey, look at the teamwork here. We fucking piece it together. Just fucking throwing names bro. out there. <laughs> I have no idea what y'all are talking about.
3: Put fucking <laughs> sixteen balls together. Yeah. And A. Yeah.
2: 16. Two four.
0: Yeah.
3: Two four. Put eight balls together. Uh, <laughs> you got <God>. it, <laughs>
2: Jesus
1: damn! I was the same. I'm missing a couple. Like. Problem, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me I let me see what I
3: got here real quick. Let me, let me almost, check real quick. I almost
0: called right. my doctor.
3: Wait, y'all don't have four balls.
0: No, I got my four. I just counted. I just counted. I got yeah, my yeah,
1: four. Yeah, yeah. Got the spare sack.
0: But real, real, real no, just no, spare? S- yeah, yeah.
1: The, got the sack. Real quick. sack.
2: Real, real,
0: real, I got a flat. We might want to
2: go see a doctor tomorrow. Uh, probably it looks tomorrow. like it looks like I got a flat ball. Let me let me place it real quick.
0: <laughs> let, me, let me pump it up. Let me, he's he's running the deflate gate over there. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's what. Okay, it makes sense. But hey, boys, let's let's move on before we get canceled. Before we get big. So um fantasy time you know Deontay Johnson some reports came out he's gonna miss about a month with his hamstring Dolch is out for about the same time Uh, and then it looks like Austin Eckler it's very questionable he might not play on on Sunday he's been hyping up Joshua Kelly so if you fantasy owners are out there just keep an eye on him you might you might said don't wait to the wire for these guys start getting some depth on your team so you're ready to start some new guys
0: Oh yeah. And I'd like to, I'd like to take a second here to lead this one. Um, I got one that's really been, really been itching at me here. Um, I'm going to start with my first sit him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lead right off the bat. I'm going to say sit Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think. I think...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez, what you happened? Stole my,
3: you stole my sit
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I think coming out, um, I think it just kind of showed his heart and his dedication, um, to just quit after four plays. Um, I just don't think he really wants it that bad. Um, you know, they really came by, scraped one through. Um, without Aaron Rodgers, I think that just, there could have been more effort. Um, I just wasn't happy with the play calling. I don't know why. They just had him on the sideline every play. Um, but I just – I don't think he's going to have it this week. I think bench him and and take your chances with uh, – well, not Zach Wilson, anybody but Zach Wilson, but take your chances with anybody else. I'll, I'll give you my stardom for quarterback as well. Anybody except Zach Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, unfortunate. Luke's going to play him in Dynasty sometime this year. I, I can feel it. He's going to be tanking. It's going to so uh, be
3: a bye week soon.
1: No, a bye week coming up. I, I need my QB3s, and I hey, got them well, now.
2: Luke, do me a favor and play him this week in Dynasty. Hey, so, yeah, I know. Big matchup
3: between Mark and Luke.
1: Both games. Yeah. We
2: play each other both. Wow. both. Damn.
1: Yeah. But, no, it, <laughs> I'll take eight. one W. And, Dallas is –
3: Dallas and Zach Wilson looking good right now for Luke
1: let's let's ride yes (laughs) ride.
2: no but um we're gonna we're all gonna give some we're just gonna throw some topics out there maybe discuss why you know maybe feed off each other some starts and some sits um you know for some of these sits I I have a couple like names that are big time Mm -hmm. players and some of the starts are kind of you know like maybe questionable guys but also like stars that you know had a bad week last week but I'm not sure what to start off. I mean, just the floor's open. just feet off. Yeah, I, just help I'll, all the viewers out there.
3: I'll go off doc on and I'll start with the fucking up I know, I know once I say this name, you're gonna look at me and you're gonna say, Chris, what are you what are you talking about? This is the most talented wide receiver in the NFL right now. But I'm gonna have to say sit him, and it's George Pickens. The man mm. caught five passes last week with Pittsburgh getting blown out to San Fran. Deontay Johnson's out. So he's going to be the focal point of that offense going against Denzel Ward and Greg Newsome. Huge fucking secondary with the Browns. And look, I I know that the Browns looked like shit on offense, but hey, to still hold the Bengals' passing attack to 82 yards, that's just not that's not a fluke, and that's not Joe just being out of sync. Like, hey, Browns defense is real this year, and I think sit George Pickens. Before he puts that Drake London on you,
2: I'm starting. Uh, I'm sitting him too, Chris. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I play Luke. I'm not playing Drake London, so I'm I'm starting Jordan Addison over George Pickens. So Jordan Addison held the right game then. last week.
0: Hell
1: yeah, of a game. I, I mean, I my, my sitting was was going to be Drake London. You know, he put up double zeros for you last week. Uh, he's not. He's not the first look either. I mean, Kyle Pitts going to be the first look for uh, fucking Ritter. It might and be Matt I, Collins, I to be honest. Yeah, It Might be Matt I, Collins. I, I don't trust Ritter in the passing game at all. There's the offensive line is fucking, like the pass blocking is fucking trash. Ritter's gonna be getting eaten up almost every play, and it's gonna be run heavy offense. Like they're just gonna run the ball almost every play. So I, I don't see Drake London getting a lot of looks.
2: Chris, i I'm, I like that. Like, well, Luke, I agree with you for this week. I mean, I guess we'll yeah. stick with the receiver train for a little bit. I, if you are deep in a redraft league and you have three talented receivers and you can put a running back or two tight ends in the flex, sit Terry McLaurin, please do. He's playing against I don't fucking care about Sauce Gardner. He's playing against the best cornerback in football, Pat Sertain, out there in Denver, and he's a beast. And I'm sorry, Denver's defense is really good. Sam Howell still a question mark. We're gonna see what he can do. But he was looking at John, Jahan Donson a lot last week. I think Terry McLaurin is a, is a must-sit if you're in a deep, deep league with, or deep, like, roster. I think, like I said, Pat Sertain's a monster, and I think it's going to be hard for Terry McLaurin this week against arguably the best cornerback in football.
3: Yeah, I mean, Sertain held Devontae Adams to just six receptions for 66 yards. I mean, that's huge with one of the best wide receivers in the league with Adams. So, I mean, Scary Terry has a very scary matchup this week. So I definitely agree with the sit on that one.
2: Yeah, and it's tough to say, too, because he's a hell of a receiver. I mean, and he might get open on it comes to plays, too. It's it's Terry. He makes crazy catches. But if you're deep on, in a roster, just do, the well, practice, I think, do it.
3: I think Scary Terry is getting a lot of hype because, I mean, during his whole career with the commanders, he really hasn't seen much competition for targets. And then this year they have Dawson, who's challenging him for some of those target shares. So I we're we're seeing what Terry is really about.
2: Yeah. You got any names out there, Doc? You want to throw? I mean, besides yep. Aaron Rodgers. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'll go up. Aaron
0: Rodgers. Um, I'm gonna go with a Sidum. I'm gonna go on the wide receiver. I'm gonna stick with the uh, with the theme. I'm gonna go OBJ. Um, playing against the Houston defense last week, only three targets. He did have two for catches, um, but only three targets. And I think that Zay Flowers coming out in his first game and showing what he's capable of, um, especially if Mark Andrews does play this week. I think it's going to take a lot away from OBJ. So uh, I'm throwing him down for my for my Sidum.
1: Hey, speak, speaking speaking of buddy. Zay Flowers. I have Zay Flowers is one of my stardoms for this week. Uh, he was the Lamar's first look on every fucking pass play. So I mean, he's shifty. He'll he'll get open against pretty much any corner uh, the way it looks. So I, I'm I'm starting Zay Flowers. He had what? Uh, let me pull it up. I I wasn't ready to talk Zay Flowers just yet, so I didn't pull the stats. <laughs> but he had what? I uh, have notes. That's why you have no, so you have he had no passes. No, he had the top. He Yeah, nine and ten it was for seventy eight yards and. I'm sure that first Teddy's coming here soon.
2: It might be coming too. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hop off the, the wide receiver train. Just get out of the position. I understand he, you probably don't have him as your, as your starting quarterback. I say start Anthony Richardson this week. I expect him to have a huge game. I understand Houston had a pretty good game against Lamar. They settled him in, but Anthony Richardson had a good game against a division rival in Jacksonville against Jacksonville. I mean, and Michael Pittman jr. And him had some good chemistry I expect AR to have maybe like 50 yards rushing as well. That's five points. He might even get a rushing TD, so that's another six. You're already at 11 right there, and you're going to expect him to still get some passing touchdowns, his passing yards. So I'm looking at like a solid 22 to 24-point game, at least from AR.
3: Yeah, he's definitely going to get in that end zone with his feet, so he's going to get you those rushing touchdowns, just like Hertz did last year for you.
2: Oh, yeah. But – um. And you want? To, I mean, we still still yeah. a few minutes, boys. where yeah.
1: I got, I got another, I got another stardom. So if you guys are uh, pretty weak at the quarterback position, I'd look at starting Baker Mayfield this week. So if you got somebody like uh, I don't know, Justin Fields starting quarterback or Russell Wilson, I'd probably start Baker Mayfield going against the uh, the Bears defense this week. Baker Mayfield looks like he's still got that dog in him, so he's going to go get those extra yards running the ball, and he's got two uh, very talented wide receivers out there. So I think yeah, he's he, just gonna get more he's just gonna keep getting more and more comfortable in that offense. So I would start Baker Mayfield this week. Yeah, if like, favorable if you don't have I mean, a top tier quarterback.
3: Yeah, favorable yeah. matchup against the Vikings, three for 173 yards, two touchdowns. And look, let's be honest, he has a definitely another favorable matchup against the Bears. The Bears let Jordan Love go out there and look like Aaron Rodgers that actually had an Achilles. So I think I think it's definitely a sleeper pick.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go opposite of what Luke said. I'm gonna say Justin Fields. Um, historically, the Bears have played well the last few years against Tampa Bay, um, and I think that uh, coming off of last week's game against the Packers and and Justin Fields coming out, the Bears apologizing and Justin Fields admitting that the game plan was not a vertical offense. I think that it's going to be a much different look coming out. Um, I think uh, they're going to get DJ more incorporated, more um, Darnell Mooney, I thought, had a pretty good game, you know, considering what was what was coming up to him. Um, but I think that the game plan is going to be significantly different. I think the organization knows they need to put something else on the field in order to uh, keep the fans on board and, and show some improvement. Um, everybody knows that this is an offense that is capable of doing, doing some damage, especially after Roshan Johnson's uh, rookie appearance last week, um, coupled with Khalil Herbert. So, uh, you know, the offensive line is still coming together, a lot of new faces, so hoping to see them step up. Darnell Wright obviously still getting his feet under him. Um, but I'm looking for the offensive line to get better and uh in the pass protection for Fields and I'm going to be looking for Fields to hold his ground and and stand sturdy in the pocket and get some fi- get some passes downfield uh to those Bears receivers.
3: Hey, and my fantasy team fucking hopes so cuz they got DJ Moore. So
0: Yeah, yeah I hope up. uh I hope that uh Darnell Mooney goes for 200 yards, 3 scores, Cole Komet uh 50 yards and a score and I'll say Chase Claypool even. 20 yards in the score. I'll be good with that. I, and, uh, I, saw, I saw it. Claypool. Not.
1: Claypool. I can't even oh, fucking
0: say it, man, because that's my team. I can't even – I can't even – it, It's a catcher sweep. Nice.
3: I saw I saw an article that Claypool was about to get benched.
1: Ooh, he might.
3: Oof. I know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with the starts. I'm going to go Ramondi Stevenson. I think he has a very favorable matchup going Miami Dolphins. They just let 234 rushing yards against Los Angeles. Look, he had some tough sliding. To go with the ground on the Eagles' defense, they're a fucking monster in their own. But I mean, hey, he had 18 touches. He shined in the passing, um, the catching really game. Of the ball. He did hold onto the ball. Zeke fumbled what once or twice. I think no, once. At least once I know. Yeah, yeah. It was like
0: um, a second touch too. It was like a second touch, and he fumbled.
3: Yeah. So I mean, I not just because I'm a Stevenson owner and I'm starting him, but hey, I think I mean, he's uh, gonna have a great game.
0: I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a complimentary stardom as well. Um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for you on this one, Chris. I'm gonna go Rashid Shahid. Um, I thought he played phenomenally last week. Aside from that that muffed kickoff in the beginning. Um, I think he comes back and he holds to the football just fine. But he was definitely targeted. He was a big part of that offense in the passing game. Um, I think with uh, Chris Olave and Michael Thomas, there's a lot of spread that gives the underrated guy like Rasheed a wide open lane on the field with everybody. Kind of you draw up the nice, you know, the right pull route or something that gets all the corners and the safeties over to the two stars, and you you got a big opportunity to find him wide open downfield. He's got a lot of speed, a lot of speed that can burn you deep.
3: And this horns point, out, so their second best corner is going to be covering Alave, so yep. Shahid's going to have it. Who y'all playing this, this week? Point- Caroline. Panthers. Oh and yeah, you got to start Shahid. Come on up.
2: Yeah, you got to start Shahid. So uh, this, this might be a um, coming off a great game last week. This might be a, um, a very questionable sit him for me, but I think if there's a QB that's out there, you can stream for just for one week, or if you have it on your bench, I'm saying sit a I think going into New England Sunday night in New England, Bill Belichick knows how to take things away from you. I'm not saying Tyreek kill have a bad game, but Tua might have a couple of interceptions. He can have a couple of fumbles. I expect Tua to get hit this game. That might rot him a little bit. He might see some ghosts out there. So I think that I they're, not. <laughs> they're. I think they're going to have a good game. They're still going to win. They can still put up points, but they can still put up points and like you know have you know a couple touchdowns and still have a few interceptions that knocks your fantasy points down a little bit, but. It's a risky sit but I think two is a guy you might want to think about if you're looking at your lineup.
0: And that matchup it, has always been one that it, like, it doesn't matter what you have on either side of the ball. It's like th- Those games can always go either way. I remember even in Tom Brady's prime playing in New England and Miami could still come away with a win.
2: Yeah, I think it was last year they played the Patriots week one and they didn't put up a lot of points. I think it was in New England. So, like I said, it's, it's possible. It's it's Bill uh philosophy.
3: Yes, sir. He, Defensive mind.
2: I agree. But
3: I'll throw, I'll, I'll throw no none of us talked the tight end position. I'm gonna go Sam Laporta for the Detroit Lions. I mean, he had his debut um, Thursday night going against the Super Bowl reigning champs, the Chiefs. He caught all, all five of his targets for thirty nine yards. Not a big game. Not a big game. But very favorable matchup against Seattle's defense, who allowed the most fantasy points to tight ends last year. So I think I can see Laporta going and getting more involved. Maybe a tutty. I picked him up on waivers, spent fucking $15 on him. I'm broke as fuck.
1: <laughs> you are but, uh, broke, yeah. I got,
3: more I got my players. I got I, I my players.
1: I'll just spend my honey next week on somebody. Yeah. I'm going to go
0: with another start here. I am going to throw out uh Philadelphia kicker, Jake Elliott. Uh, 17 points for me last week in an explosive Philly offense. Come out four for four field goals. Uh, did miss an extra point, but 17 points overall. I mean, just a phenomenal, just, just an animal of a kicker. I mean, if you don't have oh, Justin geez. Tucker, Jake Elliott, you got to put him well, in.
2: Well, no, I had Tucker last week. He only got me two points. So. Yep, um, so Jake
0: Elliott's officially the best kicker in the NFL.
2: Yeah. But, no, I'm gonna, let's talk about that Ravens game real quick. I, I say start both Jamar Chase and Higgins. I said it last night when we broke down the games, I think both receivers are going to have over 100 yards, and they both might much have a touchdown. So you're looking at their right there, 16 points, depending on how many uh, catches they have. So I say the both receivers. Of that that yeah.
0: offense is going to come out hungry. That offense is going to come out. Joe Burrow knows they cannot come out and play like that again. They cannot come out flat-footed.
1: So speaking of wide receiver cores, I'm going to go sit them, all the Giants wide receivers. I have no faith in Danny. I was going to say team. Jets. Yeah, no, no faith in Danny Don. Well, I think Wilson on the Jets. That's, can Wilson. we come together here? Can you and
0: I come together for once? Yeah. Let's just go <laughs> ahead. We're going to gonna say we're going to say sit him all New York receivers.
1: Uh, yeah. To, how, about, how about this? All all three New York teams oh, sit on no, no, the no, receivers no. except Diggs. Yeah. Except Diggs. Uh, so problem with the Bills is. Uh, Diggs is going to be the first and probably the only look because uh, pretty much there, I don't think their off field issues have been resolved with uh, Josh Allen and Diggs. that from the start. So, you saw Josh Allen's trying to force it to Diggs on multiple plays and he ended up just throwing up fucking punts. So uh, if you have Gabe Davis on your team, it hurts to say it, but I'd say probably, probably should sit him because he's not going to get the looks like he was the previous seasons because Diggs wants all that fucking attention on him. Uh, he's my only New York wide receiver to start.
0: And don't sleep on don't sleep on Cole Komet for a tight end either. Another possible stardom for you. Five of seven on the targets, forty four yards, just a touchdown away, and he's been a big end zone
2: presence for the Bears over the last couple of years. I expect Goddard also to go off after having a goose egg last week too against the Vikings. So if he's if he's playing, I mean I haven't seen anything on him, but that didn't seem out there much, it seemed like but start Goddard. I also, my last one real quick, sit all Rams receivers. I get it. They're coming off a hot weekend to Seahawks, but guess what? You're playing fucking the 49ers, and this is going to be a home game for the Niners. I don't give a shit if it's in L.A. Those Niners fans are going to take over that stadium, sit them for this week, but start getting ready mm. for the following weeks to come. So mm. unless anyone else has anything, man, fuck, we threw some names out there for these viewers mm. out here, boys. If they, don't find a, if they
0: don't find a fucking goose egg. Like, they don't find a win in, in these names that we gave out. There's no helping you. <laughs>
2: But boys, this is about it, man. We we did it. Well, me and Chris did it. We we did four episodes and three days. You guys did three and four days. So shout out to you guys. Um can't wait. We get fucking football tomorrow. Tonight or today when you guys hear it, we get the Vikings and the Eagles, and then we get some college football on Saturday. Boring. Finally and a we good get Thursday night game. Well, I mean, last week was Lions Chiefs, so we only had two games was on Thursday, Docs, so
0: you can't Let me put it that way. Yeah. Finally, finally Thursday nights putting together some some games instead
2: of fucking Commanders. So we Bears, well, we get Bears Commanders on Thursday night again this year, so just throwing <laughs> I mean, that out
3: there. I think I think we've had some very solid primetime games. I mean, I know the Dallas game was boring to watch, but hey, I was fucking loving it, especially in the fourth when I saw Dak Prescott on the sideline benched, not really benched, but pulled. Hey. Well, I was loving it. it. I don't know about it's, you, Doc.
1: I, I, I so, love seeing uh, Deuce Vaughn get some play time, too. Oh, five foot yeah. five of him just out there running around. Cool. Love it. W- w- week three
0: you got know, Giants. I said Nin- I wasn't going to fucking drink this week, Chris. But thanks for <laughs> that, buddy.
2: So, yeah. so week three we got Giants, Niners on Thursday. Week four Lions, Packers, and week five Bears, Commanders. So those are your next three weeks after this. So, yeah, it might be a few weeks before we get some more Thursday night football. Good action in the so. NFC North on Thursday, huh? Yeah. So, but boys great week can't wait to talk in here on again on monday can't wait to see the text messages can't wait to stir up some shit and all the group chats that we got going on our our group chat and then the one with dynasty can't wait to stir the pot and i'm ready for it i'm always there to do it so
0: hey shout out to our viewer of the week riz love um you're still not getting that fucking apology but but shout <laughs> out to you riz
2: we love you riz Shout out to you too, Ali. Way to point out that the Bears suck and they always will suck. Hey, that's Luke Rule. It's, it's a Kristen fucking Meinhard. Raiders fan, dude. Chill out. Nick the Doc's Jesus. Kirk. I'm Mark Davis? It's All About the Balls podcast. And we are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at The Sack House.